אתם ניצבים היום כוחכם לפני אדוני אלוהיכם. Every Rosh Hashanah is preceded by those words. Every year we read the same parsha before Rosh Hashanah. The parsha called Nitzavim, which means standing firmly, standing strong, rooted. Atem Nitzavim hayom kulchem. As if to remind us that before we enter into the synagogue, before for Rosh Hashanah, before we think about the open books and about the year to come, we first have to say, we're here. On a day that painfully and ironically commemorates that which fell instead of that which arose. We stand here, each and every one of us sitting in the pews, but standing firm in our aliveness, in our presence, in our arrival. You are all still standing, better than you ever did. Here we are. This parasha, which contains within it in chapter 30 of the book of Deuteronomy, the book of Devarim, what is called parasha tachuva, the parasha of return, where over and over again, Moshe, in his speaking, says to the Israelites, return. No matter how far off you go, return. If you will be in a faraway land, return. If you'll get fablunjined Yiddish for lost, you don't have your GPS, you can still make your way back. If you're in the forest, wherever you are, come back. Come back wherever you are. And at the end of the beginning of the Parsha, right? So chapter 30, but right before we get to that comeback, we have this beautiful verse. And it's a verse that was quoted this morning at the Levaya of Yehoshua Leib ben Abav, our dear friends Atara and Stephen and Shira's beloved father, Eugene, and I wanted to say this over in his, in his zichot, in his merit. The verse at the end of chapter 29, the last verse says, The hidden things belong to God. As Rachel Barenblatt's beautiful poem, The Secrets God Knows, the things that are hidden belong to God. But the revealed things, the revealed things belong to us. The things that are nigla, the things that are revealed, they belong to us. And in the context of when the verse appears, it probably meant that be careful because God knows the things that happen in, in the secret places too. Don't think you'll go worship another God in a secret place, Moses says. But throughout Jewish history, those words, that verse, has meant many things. One of them, one meaning, is from Rav Nachman of Breslev, the great-grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, who said, There are hidden things that we will never understand. But the revealed things, that's what we have to work with in this world. There are mysteries, there are Mobius strips of the mind that we'll never be able to fully unravel, but there are things that we can work with, the things that are given to us, our karma, our lot, our lemons that we make, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, the things you have to work with. The funny thing is that there are these little diacritical dots above 
given to us and to our children. There are these little dots that appear, and nobody really knows what they mean. And so I want to offer my interpretation of that verse and maybe what the dots are pointing to. The dots don't focus on the hidden or on the revealed, on that which is beyond and that which is within your grasp, but on the transmission from us to our, our loved ones. As if to say to us, that our work in this world is to bring forth those things that we almost wanted to say but didn't say. Those moments where things were so close and we just missed. I went to, a, to someone's like a house concert last night, or no, two nights ago I think it was, and I got there late, and it was in a small room, and there was singing going on, and it was a very rich musical vibration. There was a lot of heart in the room. And as I parked myself in a seat to catch the last 10 minutes of this beautiful music, I closed my eyes, and I felt on my shoulder someone's hand. And I knew it was the host who had invited me, and I just wanted to thank him. So without opening my eyes, I just reached my hand back to grab his hand and there went the glass of red wine that he had brought to me <laughs> all over my white shorts. And I, I started, I, I, it moved me so much. I, I know I was cleaning up and everybody was worried, but I thought, ah, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's the, the summum bunum. That is the, the totality often of human relationship and all of its grandeur and its banality, its complexity, right? He's trying to support me and tell me I love you and I'm going to give you a glass of wine, you're late, and I'm trying to say thank you so much for bringing me here, and I walk out with a stain all over my pants. <laughs> those stains, those places where we miss each other, where it could have been lanu ulevaneinu, some of those poignant moments from 9-11, was that in, within minutes, of course, and this should never happen to anyone ever again, and there is no great grand scheme that we can possibly extract from something as traumatic as that. But forever in, in, in our minds, emblazoned in our minds, are, the, are those hands that were touching each other and holding each other. Complete strangers brought together. I was standing on the street corner today and, and out, out of a restaurant of, in, on Broadway walked two firemen, a black man and a white man brothers hanging out in a year where, where we have been thrown back into the, the mud, into the deep complexity of the wounds of this country where we are seeing the world over, the small-mindedness, the katnut, the constriction, the contraction of fear will only let Christians in. Brothers and sisters screams the Torah. Fathers and children, mothers, reach out and touch someone. Reach out, reach out and touch someone. I remember as a kid, remember that little jingle? Reach out and just say hi. The number one the number one conversation that rabbis and priests and imams, all of the clergy of the world here upon the death of a loved one is, 
If I had known, I would have picked up the phone. This morning, Yehoshua Lave, your father's best friend, stood up with such, he was so majestic. And he said, he called me three weeks ago. Had I known, I would have called him back. And we can't. If we live that way, right, it's a little bit crazy. So one period in the year, we live that way. One period in the year, we say, there is the energy of a thousand, 2,000 years of millions of people saying, reach out, reach out and touch someone. Reach out, reach out and just say hi. I know it's been bad. I know that it's been a struggle. I know that there's tons of work to do. I know that we're going to have a long journey towards forgiveness and healing. But I just wanted to hold hands for a minute. I just wanted that. Those are the dots on the top of Lanu Ulevanenu Adolam. The Nigelot, the revealed things, they really matter between us and our loved ones bringing out what is there that is almost making its way out. The heart says, uh, and then it closes. <laughs> but he said, but she said, but there'll be time. Kivamoed. This is the time. There is no other. I challenge each and every one of us to bring that level of of urgency to this high holiday period that we are entering into, that level of let me have the courage, let me write the email, let me pick up the phone. And by the way, this isn't just with people. We can also do it with ourselves. I've been wanting to have a conversation with myself for a long time, but I can't get an appointment, you know. <laughs> Reach out.